I would think that this is one of Tom King's favorite sports days. It's when all the baseball players are finally in spring training camp and stuff is ready to begin now. Yeah, I've got friends of mine that say, you actually watch spring training baseball games? I said, no kidding. Uh, they're, I think they're great because uh, you get to see some of the new young players the weather looks great. You get to, you know, hear all the talk. Everybody is in a good mood. Everybody's in the best shape they've ever been in. Everybody's going to win a championship. It's it's a very optimistic time of year. I consider it a it, – it's just frustrating to me that if I'm in my winter coat when I have to go outside and I'm watching guys in, in shirt sleeves in, in Arizona and people running around the ballpark in shorts, um, that to me is very frustrating. It's like watching the Masters, you know, when the golf tournament is on. They crank up the color of the flowers. They crank up the sound of the birds chirping and uh, make you wish that you were somewhere in the Southland, which I'm going to be able to do in a couple of weeks. Right. Tom King showing that he is not mentally well. You are traveling with the Wausau East baseball team. They're doing a, a preseason tour of Florida. Well, that's only part of my trip. But, yes, uh, a week at, uh, in, at a baseball camp taking on other teams from cold northern climates. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Well, that's interesting. That assumes that everyone stays in their hotel room, everyone's asleep and in bed when they're supposed to be. Oh, there's no question that's going to happen. And that there's some responsible adult there who has bail money in case something goes wrong. You know, when, I, when we traveled for, for Legion Baseball years ago, did I, did I, this is a joke, folks. First of all, I'll tell you it's a joke. I would always tell the players as we checked into the hotel, I have no bail money, so if you get in trouble, you're on your own. Right, you'll have, you'll... your one call should be to your parents or someone who you think has yeah. uh, a lot of credit on their Discover card. Yeah, right, one call, right. that's all. Call that, that attorney from Milwaukee, yeah. Um, I want to talk about the curious case of Brandon Woodruff because I think as the Brewers open spring training camp today, I don't think the Brewers know who their five starting pitchers will be. In fact, I think number four and number five in the Brewers' rotation is kind of a... Huh? Yeah, they maybe, got a lot of young we'll guys that they're going to. They got a lot of young guys they're going to look at, and uh, I would imagine two of those young guys will get those four and five spots. But signing Brandon Woodruff to a two-year deal, the reason is this: because he's not going to play it all this year. Well, that's why. Yeah, yeah, they think maybe if he's available late in the season or for the playoffs, should they get there? I mean, that would be like making a nice trade at the deadline to bring in a pretty good pitcher. If otherwise he rehabs this year, they pay him to rehab and then he's ready to go next year. The Brewers are trying to not go through a rebuild. They're trying to continue to play at a high level. The central division is not that strong. It's very winnable. And uh, yes, they traded Corbin Burns, but they're, they're keeping Adamas. They're keeping Devin Williams from all indications. And uh, they're looking at, and they signed Reese Hoskins, this new first baseman to a big contract. So they're looking at, trying to stay competitive, trying to make the playoffs, even when they you know, are going through a few changes on their pitching staff. Look, this is typical Brewers. This is the Brewers that I've always known since I've been here in Wisconsin, um, that you try and have younger players who you have some control over their contracts. And when they become free agents, look, the Brewers are still a team that plays in a smaller city. They're not the Cubs. They're not the Dodgers. They're not the Yankees or the Red Sox. Once a player becomes a free agent and demands big free agent money, then they're not going to be with the Brewers anymore. Yeah, I would, you know, you don't agree with my argument, but I would agree with, the, I, I would say that uh, every Major League Baseball team, they're all owned by multi-billionaires. So the only reason that you're not going to resign a free agent because of money is because you choose not to. Um, they could, uh, Mike, Mark Asnacio could very easily have, write, have written a check to keep Corbin Burns if they so wanted to do that. But, uh, you know, they've got other concerns, so... 
Yeah, that's the way it is. There, Typical there liberal, like, Tom King is ready to spend someone else's money. All, all I'm saying is if, if you're going to be a multi-billionaire, you own Major League Sports franchises for a reason, because it's an ego thing. And uh, if you're not going to try to win championships, sell the team to someone who will. That's the only way you're going to uh, you know, service the fans. Because if you own a Major League Baseball franchise or a football or whatever it is, that's what makes the Packers so interesting. I mean, they're not owned by a multi-billionaire. They're owned by uh, the public. They're owned, they, they may have to make decisions. And the NFL is sort of a different animal, too, with, with the revenue sharing more than the other sports. But that keeps a team like Green Bay able to compete. But, um, look, every Major League team from Pittsburgh, the worst team, to the most powerful team, the Dodgers or the Yankees or whoever, they're owned by, by multi-zillionaires, and the teams only go up in value. If Mark Adonosio put the Brewers on, up on the block today, he would make a fortune in profit from when he bought the team. You put your finger on something that is correct about sports, about the way the NFL sees itself, which is different from Major League Baseball. The NFL owners realized years ago that they may be competitors when they're on the field. I mean, when the Packers and Bears are playing each other, they're competitors. But in every other aspect of their sport, they are partners. They're partners in negotiating the best TV deal. They're even partners when someone buys a Jordan Love t-shirt that the NFL takes and divides up all the money from Jerry, all the merch that they sell. Jerry Jones of Dallas hates that. Uh, but the, 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 there is revenue sharing in Major League Baseball, and the money that the rich teams who spend a lot give to the poor teams who don't, like Pittsburgh and, and you know, Oakland and these teams. Yeah, the owners put that in their pockets. Yeah, they're right. supposed to put it right. on the field. They're supposed to spend it on players to make their team more competitive. A lot of times that doesn't happen. All right, I will give you one more little bit of, of, of nugget as spring training officially opens today. This is Chris Conley's working theory for years and why I think the Brewers will be better than most people expect. That in baseball, when you have younger players who are not known at the major league level, like this Churio guy. I mean, the Brewers have signed him forever, so I should probably learn his first name. Jackson. Jackson Churio. He's only played in double A. He's got like 10 at-bats in triple A and has never played in the major leagues, which means the other teams have very little scouting on him. So if he's good, he's going to come out of the chute like a rocket. He's going to be up like a carny ride at the beginning of the season. And his next year may not be as good because all the teams will have seen him and will scout him. Ah, trouble with the curve. You're seeing that more with teams spending big money for players that have never played in the major league, signing them up to long-term deals, because if you don't do that within three or four years... Uh, the price for those players is astronomical. That's right, and uh, you're getting them basically at a discount, although I hate to use that word when we're talking about multi-millions of dollars. But uh, yes, uh, Jackson Churio, it's going to be interesting if he makes the opening day roster. There's, he's expected to compete for the center field job, and we'll see if he starts at AAA or if he starts in the majors. That'll all be decided in the next few weeks. Are major league teams still allowed to do that? That there used to be this scam going that if you had a good rookie, you say, wow, he's had a great spring training. We're going to send him to AAA for the first three months because it denies him a full year of major league service. It that pushes free agency back an entire year, and players used to hate that. Yeah, that's not so much in place anymore. That was negotiated out, and you'll see more and more young players actually make the major league roster. The question is, is he going to be ready? That's the determination they're going to make. It's not going to be about about length of service and, and all of that. It's about whether or not he's ready at the major league level at this point.
I think with what they're paying him, he darn well better be ready. <laughs> All right, at 619, this is the Tuesday edition of the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News.